Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Surviving My Podcast, special edition, the Mental Health Megacast, with my buddies Wes from Audio Rising and Mike from Mike's Open Journal. In this episode, which is episode number six, we are talking about diversity in blogging. And while we get into blogging specifically, we're also talking about podcasting and being mental health and addiction recovery advocates. We also get into some of the struggles that we as guys face in the world of advocacy, sharing our story, promoting our content, and also just generally talking about guy stuff with guys and in group settings and what a challenge that can be, especially when you're coming from a background of a mental health challenge or addiction recovery. So there's tons of great content, all kinds of awesome stuff. So let's cue up the intro and drop right into the latest edition of the Mental Health Megacast with Mike, Wes, and myself. And here we go. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Surviving My Podcast, a survivor podcast about living with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD in support of all who have survived the trauma of abuse. Join me as we heal together, raise awareness, and inspire everyone to survive, thrive, and conquer their past. than never i know it is totally oh, all me good oh, god damn. <laughs> you know my humble apologies to my podcasting cohorts yes. <laughs> well, you know what sticklers we are for being on time yeah i yes, know I <laughs> i'd say what time do you call this but i've got no idea <laughs> <laughs> that's true that that's a good point <laughs> uh what's up gentlemen chilling 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 Mike's been talking to me so long, he's probably sick of me by now, so I'll just go ahead and drop off the call. And no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You are the leader. You must keep uh, on. What are, what are we on? Is this five? This is six, I believe. This Okay, six. All right, hey. cool. All right. Well, all right. I'm just going to jump in because Mike's got the topics. We'll just, we'll just chime in off of him. Oh, <laughs> Works for me. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode six of the Mental Health Megacast uh, via Skype and Twitter and all our individual accounts. Uh, I'm Wes from AudioRising.com and Q. <laughs> I'm Mike from MikeSafeAndJournal.com. And I am Matt from SurvivingMyPast.net. Gentlemen, how you been? Uh, doing pretty well. I feel like I blindsided you. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, how have I been doing? <laughs> Is somebody recording this? Please yes, tell me. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm recording. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going back every 15 seconds to make sure that it still says recording on. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it when there's at least two people recording because I know if one yeah. of us has an issue, someone else Amen. has got a comment. Exactly right. Yeah. Because last time I don't know what I did. Well, I know what happened. I had a power outage and my computer rebooted, and when it came back up, it, it told me, "Yeah, there's a recording in there, but you can't touch it. Go away." Oh, so that was fun. Um, I had uh, um, I did a podcast uh, a, oh, a week and a half ago, 
and I started talking to the person. I was like, um, I'm just going to stop you there before we get going. I, I've realised my uh, my recorder's not recording, and I said, I'd, I'm just going to hang up and call again and see if it uploads. Nope, still didn't do it. Uh, okay, I'm just going to close Skype and open it again, and that should work. Nope, that didn't do it. Closed oh. it down, and the app needed an update, um, and it decided that without doing this update, it was just going to stop working. I was like, actually, could you give me about 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Been there, like, oh that. my god <laughs> yeah it is it's yeah it's always fun it's always an adventure you know it's almost too easy i guess because uh i yeah is i it, can't remember. is it is it really <laughs> I don't i'm not sure it. anything's easy with us but you know well, know you know but that's the thing it's like okay i'm i must be overthinking this <laughs> which is which is what i generally do uh, oh. hey uh earlier today when we were talking about topics to possibly discuss mike came up with a couple that i thought were really good um and it's because i don't know much about it and and that's kind of what we're about here is not only talking about what we what we know, but but trying to be a little brave about it and and uh, ask questions about things we don't know. And um, Mike, can you kind of fill us in on on what your idea was? Yeah, sure. So um, recently, uh, I've been involved with uh, a campaign that's going on. So it's based over in the UK, but it seems to be spreading uh, across the interweb. Um, and it's around kind of just sharing uh, everyone's stories. It's about having diversity, particularly in blogging, but also podcasting and vlogging as well. Um, and really celebrating the differences that we have within that community. So stereotypically, um, especially in the UK, we have loads of people um, sharing information and blogs about fashion and beauty. Uh, and while that is amazing, um a lot of it can be quite similar and we can miss out some really important stories uh, that are out there. And obviously we're aware of some of those as people that talk about mental health and as guys that talk about mental health. Uh, so the kind of the pro the program, the campaign um, is really about sharing your story and um, kind of being aware of other people's stories. So there's lots of people sharing their experience of maybe losing a loved one, struggles with mental health, struggles with um, ability and disability, uh, different kind of con uh, cultural challenges and things like that as well. So it's been really interesting to see some of the blog posts that have been put out today because the campaign's launched today. Um, and some of them have been really, really interesting. Some of them are really sad. Uh, and some of them are really... Uh, actually just quite interesting to find out about some of the different things that people have gone through uh, and I kind of thought it was an interesting topic to talk about in regards to uh, like the diversity the equality that we have within this kind of blogging or I guess sharing community that we have through podcasting as well um, yeah so that's kind of the idea that I had for for us to talk about as our topic yeah Works and I me. just yeah absolutely um, and uh, we can edit this out, guys. But do we want to get into? Um, do we want to stick with just the male side of things and our viewpoints on that, rather than delve into? Because Mike and I were talking about there's a lot of different cultural stigmas that are attached to talking about this stuff, and I'm wondering if we should just stick with the male. 
I'm up for if we focus in on like the male mental health. Um, right. We can always mention the other stuff, but like we said, we don't have like huge knowledge on that. So I'm all right. up for like mentioning that as a like this is also important and cool to hear about, but it's not something that we know loads about. So. Well, and it could be an opportunity to uh, invite people into the conversation yeah. that would know more about it. Okay, well, then we'll stick with that. That's okay. We're always on the same page. I always just like to ask just to make sure the trend continues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we're back on. I've also noticed, and I don't know if you, <laughs> I feel like maybe I've missed this whole part of Skype, but when different people are talking, the different icons glow. So you know who's talking. That's kind of cool. Oh, I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah, yeah, like it, it lights up in blue. On mine, there's like a little blue line under each person that's talking. Yeah, and it's really cool because yep. sometimes it, you're both lit up, but only one of you's talking, and I kind of find that <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like someone must guess... be breathing heavy. <laughs> yeah, depending on how close you are to your mic, right? It'll, exactly. it'll uh, pick up your breathing or a sneeze or anything else so exactly exactly okay well and i just noticed that blue line today when i was talking to mike and i thought it was just slowly downloading (laughs) you know i thought maybe (laughs) you know i thought man my internet connection sucks and all it's telling me is that mike is talking yeah (laughs) that's all it is Did you oh think you were God. downloading me? <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought you're downloading I'm... Mike from the UK. Holy you crap. Know what? I've, always, I've always wanted a mic of my own, and now <laughs> I can have one. It's not streaming. He's not on Netflix. I can actually download him, and, and there he is. And he comes complete with a cool accent to boot. Exactly. Yeah, accessories sold separately by Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my he comes, god. He comes he comes with the bun, but if you want the bathtub and the, <laughs> the camera phone, you have to buy those separately. Yeah, no, but fun. then if you want the real extended like Uber version, you get the one where he's jogging too. Oh yes. yeah, that <laughs> Save it for different versions. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then you know, if if the girls get into it, then they'll they'll change his hair color <laughs> and style. I want Mike to have a longer beard. <laughs> Let's take Mike on a trip to the grocery store. Let's do it. We're going to put him in the cart and cruise him around. <laughs> and he has a little he has a little camera in his head so you can see things from his point of view, you know. You know, if nobody's ever seen Mike's channel, they have no idea what well, what we're talking about. <laughs> well, this will drive traffic. This is this is yes. what we're doing. Yeah, yes, exactly. check out Mike's Instagram and his YouTube for, and you'll find out exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Details available on any of these platforms. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, we pick on you incessantly, Mike, because you're just interesting. <laughs> you are. Yeah, we're kind of boring compared to you. We are, yeah. yeah when you just, we're just two schmoes over here, and you're just, you're the, you even, you sound cultured whether you are or not. I sound it. Yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> people put up with us just so they can listen to snippets of you <laughs> that's probably what it is <laughs> oh, I've seen uh, uh, Matt's doing lots of periscopes and stuff now yes Matt is doing lots of periscopes now Matt yeah. is um, Matt recorded a podcast last week that's going up tomorrow meaning Monday and I just finished a Periscope this morning. Um, 
Uh, like a few hours ago. So yes, they're going really well. I, I'm I'm pleased with them. You know what's interesting, and I, I don't know why we're really talking about this, but we are. So what the hell? It's interesting that if you just go on like an hour later or an hour earlier, you get a totally different like um, audience of people, especially on a weekend. Like I find normally I go at like 11 a.m. Mm. Eastern Eastern time, but if I end up starting later, like an hour or two later. I get a lot, lot more people, so I'm going to start tweaking it to move it like back an hour or two to start at like 12 or 1 Eastern time because it gives people, um, you know, like a chance to get up and do their thing and, you know, possibly get home from church or whatever. Mm. But it's interesting mm. because like the vast majority of the traffic from my website comes from the U.S., the U.K., and then Australia and, then, of course, you know, some other places. But so I'm thinking to myself, you know, if I go on about noon-ish, noon or 1 – you know, the UK people are getting into the evening time. The Australian mm-hmm. people, I think, are just getting up, although I'm not sure. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the, the US people in, you know, like like on the West Coast and stuff, so, you know, have been up for a little while. So it it's interesting that when you, you know, put something up and record live, how, how diverse a group of people and the amount of people you get depending on the time. Like, it's just, I find it very interesting. I don't know why, but I do. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because I've watched some of yours and, and I'm just like, wow, this is really neat. You know, of course, I can't do it. I have a face for radio, um, but <laughs> you guys can get away with it, you know, being the, you know, the uh, being of the younger crowd and more tech savvy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are just a little bit older than us. <laughs> the elder statesman. <laughs> I can't. I can't understand what you're saying, Shani. <laughs> oh well, that's cool. And yeah, and keep it up because I think it's. I think it's necessary. I think everything that we do is, you know, getting a voice out there, and and um, which kind of segues back into what we were talking about is is, you know, there's just not a ton of men. Uh, doing what we're doing and you know i i have to look at this as kind of a skewed uh view too because i seem to think that there's more men than than i originally thought who are involved in Mm. uh blogging podcasting about mental health and things like that but then again i follow a lot of those people you know i mean i pick up a follower here and i'm like oh wow there's a there's a guy doing this i'm following him back you know that kind of thing or addiction recovery you'll find you'll find men uh in that i think a little more often so it it's kind of like watching the news it depends on what channel you're watching as to what viewpoint you're going to get so um you know but but there are i do believe that for every one guy there's probably 10 females that will talk about it mm-hmm. and i think maybe i've mentioned this before maybe this is something that we can kick around too is is it culturally more acceptable for a female to deal with some of the stuff that we deal with as opposed to men not saying that men don't but saying that men don't talk about it what is what is that what does that bring to your guys's mind? <laughs> yeah, I think like <laughs> I think um, obviously, like we're trying to say is that um, we're not saying that men are more affected or um, anything to do with the illness. We're talking more about how we talk and communicate about that, and I think that's very true, especially I'd say within um, like the communities or the groups that I've been part of. 
just when you're younger um, as a kind of communication tool um, girls generally um, do talk more to each other they do write more to each other um, and they use those tools where um, I think young boys are more I don't know I guess short with those communication skills and that's almost encouraged to be more physical and like instead of saying hi how are you it's like a fist bump or a handshake or something like that and even those small things I think really cut down on uh, like that perception of what it is to be male what it is to be a young guy uh, and sort of sets that expectation that almost talking and writing are feminine Uh, and I think that's a huge (laughs) judgment to make but I think those kind of I, I, I don't know like informal decisions are kind of put in place at quite a young age so it's only going to filter through um at a later stage and like you uh was saying uh, i read something the other day that said there's actually only uh there's like less than two percent more female bloggers than there are males um which i find ridiculously hard to believe um, mm. because it yeah, feels like there's 80% men more, more, more. But one of the things that I find interesting about that is actually, it's like you say, it's how do you look at it? Well, if you look at the what the fact is, it's, well, yeah, there could, there could be shed loads of guys talking about whatever they're going through or blogging about whatever, um, but maybe they don't feel the need to share or communicate that with other people. That doesn't mean they don't blog blog it just means they don't take part in forums or chats or awards or whatever and so don't get that uh i don't know coverage or promotion and so we're not we're not aware of them it doesn't mean they don't do it um Mm -hmm. but i don't know if that's something that sort of fits into that conversation as well well yeah i think it definitely does um and i mean you know think about it too like when we were growing up meaning you know as guys growing up um you know, you see oftentimes the guys get together, whether they're it's in school or they're hanging out with their friends. And, you know, what are we talking about? Sports, music, uh, you know, hobbies, fun things to do, like kind of very superficial. And I say that kindly, very, yeah. very surface level types of topics. Right. Nothing real intimate, nothing real deep for the most part. Whereas oftentimes when, um, you know, in my experiences and from what I know, a lot of times, you know, growing up when when girls would get together or women get together, they're more apt to talk about their feelings, talk about deep things, share problems, concerns, yeah. you know, intimate thoughts, that type of thing. So, um, you know, I think that's part of it is just the mentality and, you know, the way that guys and uh, gals react or, you know, interact differently growing up kind of sets a bit of a tone. But um, also, like Mike said, you know, there are a lot of people that that journal or that, um, you know, write, and maybe they have their own little website. Maybe they just do like a little private online, like live journal or something and they don't share anything, but they may very well be writing about all kinds of stuff every single day. And, you know, that's what I did before I started blogging here was that, you know, I, I wrote in a private online journal that nobody ever saw, but me didn't publicize it, didn't tweet about it, nothing. And so, you know, I think they're probably, you know, I I find it hard to believe that only 2% more bloggers are female than male. Like, that seems very odd to me. I, I have no yeah. proof, but it's you know, I, I don't think it's accurate. But, um, you know, be that as it may, I think the culture is changing a bit in this day and age where guys are speaking out more and reaching out more. I know 
in some of the chats that I do and some of the people that I interact with or get, you know, emails from and whatnot on my site, more and more guys now that it's still a ratio in favor of the women, but there are more guys that are reaching out and asking questions and wanting to be able to get support and kind of um, talk and reach out to people in the online community or, or into support groups that there wasn't probably five, ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Go ahead, Mike. Um, I was just thinking uh, when you started talking, it reminded me of uh, when I used to like go around to like a mate's house or whatever, and we would like would eat food, we'd talk about sport, like you were saying, uh, or we'd play like computer games. And especially the time that we're playing games, we generally didn't talk. Um, and it was actually after probably being there or them coming around for like a couple of hours, like a few hours, you'd go to say goodbye at the doorstep. And I could spend an hour plus sometimes stood on the doorstep talking. And that's when we actually did like the talking. And it just seems really weird to kind of look back on that and think, actually, we sat there together for hours and said nothing. And then almost as you're about to leave, all of a sudden you try and cram in, I guess, the stuff that people would just sit down and talk about now. Um, and it just seems like a really strange thing. It's almost like that last moment you're like, actually, there's stuff like to talk about other than like sport or sit there and play games like this is going on or whatever. And it might not be hugely in depth, but it starts to cut below that. Like you say, that surface level conversation of, I guess, just small talk. Um, so I, could, I don't know if that's whether there's like a need to have those conversations and it sort of fights its way out sometimes. But yeah, it definitely <laughs> kind of brought back that memory of standing on doorsteps or having other people stand on doorsteps and having actual conversations at the door when you've just been sat inside in quite a comfy environment <laughs> and yeah. seemingly couldn't have that conversation at that time. It's, you know, when you say that, the first thing that comes to my mind is okay, we did the important thing or the thing we were prioritizing, which was the video games. And then as you're leaving, oh, I got to get my checklist out. There was a couple things I wanted to talk to him about. So it's almost like it's task oriented anyway, you know, and it's and that's a guy thing. It's like, all right, what do I got to do first, second, third and fourth? And and okay, I guess we better. But I I guess we better get in our our uh, interaction time, you know, Um, but I guess I think a really good point is what Mike is saying about it's going to fight its way out. It's going to fight its way to the surface at some point. And I'm wondering if that's because there is a natural need. It's not prioritized the same way as it is for gals, but um, there is a need for that interaction for that, you know, because what do you guys do? We have a tendency to be the more isolated of the two, which doesn't do our mental health situations any good. That's for sure. Um, or if there's addiction involved, isolation is deadly. Um, but we tend to do that more than uh, just free-forming and come in and start. I mean, you know, I, I, I think of my wife. We have get-togethers, you know, either at church or at here, or here at the house or, or wherever. And I notice that the girls, they start talking about 10 different subjects in 10 minutes. And the guys are still standing there with their arms folded, nodding, going, Yep, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? You know, <laughs> you know. Yep, and we have it right because we all know it's probably going to be stinking New England. Anyway, um, uh, it's it's <laughs> yeah, but um, 
but that I mean that's they always say you know women use twice as many words in a day as a man does, um, which is kind of a a cliche too I guess. But hey, it it, it allows me to tell all kinds of jokes uh, to people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, while my my wife's talking, you know, so we'll just let her continue and I don't have to say anything. Um, and so, so I'm wondering if it, it really is just a natural occurrence where something in us goes, you need to get something out, you know, and it's not really, it's not like we put a lot of thought into it. It's just that we have these conversations toward the end. It's like, you're going to be alone again in five minutes. You might want to talk to someone, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, about something not terribly in depth, but a little more in depth, I guess. Well, I think even, um, I don't know about you guys, but when kind of I've put out invitations to come onto the podcast or talked to different people, um, there's a lot more girls that come forward to talk about their experience or their struggles with mental health rather than guys. Um, oh, that's still great. It's still amazing. Um, and it's always interesting to hear their stories. But when I look back at the, apart from the last couple of people I've kind of targeted because I wanted to get them on, um, actually they've all kind of been open invitations and I without looking I'd say over 80 percent of the people that have come on the podcast have have been female um and I think why is that I mean in my opinion we probably are affected equally by mental health so it's not that girls are more affected by that but they seem to be more willing more comfortable and more able to come forward um and I don't know I guess it's trying to work out what we can do to encourage or support people to be able to come forward but then also I guess acknowledge that like we're saying maybe there are guys out there that are actually quite happy doing their own thing maybe they have a a, a journal a blog or whatever and they they keep that up and it's, it's maybe it's online but they don't share it or promote it and I guess it's also recognizing that actually not everyone wants to talk or share in that way I suppose Right. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, like to what to what you were saying, Wes, about how when guys get together, they kind of stand there with the arms folded and they kind of nod and, you know, make small talk. And I think you're right. um, You know, when when we as guys get together, like even if we come over with a clear cut agenda of I need to talk to somebody about something, there is that kind of feeling out period where everybody shows up and everybody's maybe getting something to eat or having, you know, a drink or whatever, and they're kind of talking to make it small talk rather than jumping into it right away. They have to kind of feel out the situation a little bit and see how it goes and see if the person that, you know, you want to talk to is maybe in that space to talk to rather than then just jumping in and going 100 miles an hour, you know, like you said, like your wife does with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with guys, it's more of, okay, well, I'm going to talk to John about this or I want to ask him about it, but I'm going to wait a little while and, talk to everybody else or kind of see what's happening, see if I can help with the burgers on the grill and really just kind of like see what's happening around you before you start to jump in with anything personal. And then you're right. Like perhaps through the entire gathering, you guys don't say two words to each other, but once it's time to go, you're standing there out at your car, um, you know, shooting the bull for like 45 minutes. And then, and then you start to get in everything that you wanted to talk about. So right. Um, right. I find that's, I do it. I mean, I know I do that. Too. Uh, yeah, I do it too. And I, and I, I consistently find myself getting in the car and driving away, saying, "Why didn't I bring that up sooner?" 
He yep. was, you know, he was totally on the same page with me, and we were discussing all this stuff and everything. I wish I'd have brought it up sooner. We could have talked about this for twenty minutes while we were out at the grill, you know. So, and I guess it's just we we do the same things. We just do them in different ways, as dictated by our gender. I guess you know what I mean. I mean, it's it's um, uh, it's not that we're always stifling ourselves, but. I do believe, and I'm going to do that. I'm I'm going to get into this on an upcoming podcast. Is the stigma of a safe space, um, because I think a lot of times that a safe place for men, quote unquote, is used as a punchline, when really there's a lot more to it than that. And you know, it's just like there are there are. T- I don't run around telling everyone that I know in my social circle about the things that we discuss between the three of us on a podcast simply because they may not have a point of reference that would even recognize what it is I'm talking about. So um, there, there are, there are, there are conduits, there are ways or paths that we can take to have those conversations uh, where people will understand what we're talking about. But a lot of times us guys, especially we have to seek those out. They're not just going to fall into our lap because no one else is having that conversation either, you know. Yeah, I mean, jumping back to what Matt was saying first, I think, um, like, I remember going around to see a couple of friends that I'd not seen for a few months, and I was almost in the back of my mind, I was like, the purpose of, of going was to have a bit of a catch-up and actually talk to them about some of the stuff I'd been struggling with. And um, I got there, and... The like the automatic question when I walked through the door was like oh like how are you or are you okay or whatever and I was just like oh yeah yeah fine and you're it's exactly like you were describing like it's trying to work out okay what's going on here like how comfortable am I how are they going to receive this like what's going on oh they're doing a little bit of cleaning and the dogs are around we're not quite settled I don't want to get into that as soon as I walk in the door um, but through the rest of the couple of hours that I was there there wasn't really or it didn't feel like there was a natural time to introduce that into the conversation and I left feeling like well you had the opportunity and the opportunity (laughs) unfortunately just arose as soon as you walked through the door and that was it and you chose not to take it and I was like but at that time I wasn't comfortable talking about it so whereas maybe someone else I, I, I don't know I think because of the way that happened I'm not sure that even even that um a female would have been comfortable with that but it's trying to work out like you say what we're happy with and maybe we are or we require i guess a little bit more comfort or satisfaction in being in that safe space to talk about it um then maybe some other people do oh, I, I don't know it's so hard to judge isn't it you're i guess we at the end of the day we're talking about our own experience and and what we think so yeah, so I that kind of just like uh, had a question pop into my head for you guys yeah. and then answer afterwards. So what do you do or I guess how do people receive it if you are in a setting with perhaps you're with somebody you haven't talked to in a long time or maybe you're in a setting where you're 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 mingling with people you're not really sure about and somehow, you know, the the uh, question comes up, well, what do you do for a living or you know, what do you like to do and do you guys ever say, well, I'm, you know, I enjoy blogging and doing podcasting about mental health awareness or, you know, addiction issues or mm. recovery? Like when you when you mention that, what do you notice about people 
and I mean, we can say guys or girls. I guess it doesn't really matter. But since we're guys, yeah. we can reference the guy part of it. But yeah, what kind of reaction do you guys usually get when when you tell people that, you know, hey, I am a I'm a blogger and a podcaster for mental health awareness and addiction recovery and you know all all that type of thing. Hmm. Go Wes, go. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, right. Because I mean, I mean, because like well, a lot of times. Um, you know, you kind of get the, oh, really, that's cool. And then they kind of drop it. Yeah. Or you'll occasionally <laughs> get the person who's like, oh, no way. Tell me more about that. And, you know, so everyone, it's like the ratio of, oh, that's cool. Drop, And then you drop it to the, wow, that's really interesting. Tell me more is about 10 to 1 in my experience. I can, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could split it straight down, I think, pretty much with the, um, when I've gone along to uh, events, um, I've started, I've got a couple of, check me out, I've got a couple of t-shirts made up now with um, my logo for the podcast and for the blog on there. Uh, and when I go along somewhere and I want to take pictures and it kind of makes me feel a bit more confident because I'm like, oh, I'm going to stand there and take really um, like not subtle pictures of like some of the stuff on stands or displays or whatever. Um, and that's really cool because then when people ask, like they have an idea or I feel more confident because I'm like actually I'm here for the blog so I'm happy to say like I, I blog and I have a podcast and blah 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 um when I'm not wearing the t-shirt and someone just asks I re- I'll pretty much always refer to like my paid job as my job um and if I do happen to mention anything to do with the blog or the podcast it's exactly the other example you've given where it's oh yeah that's cool and then we move the conversation on um (laughs) so it's almost like you're there with other people that I guess recognize like blogging exists and it is a thing um and for me like a lot of the time they are not necessarily mental health related but there's some sort of theme going on or they respect that that's what you do um, but in the general, I guess, normal world of like non-events, um, yeah, exactly that. Like there's kind of a, I don't know if it's a lack of understanding or a lack of interest or being scared of it. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, those two descriptions were awesome for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a, I, I was sitting here as you guys were talking about and uh, talking about your experiences. And I got to say mine are no different. But um, one thing that I think, this kind of falls under the category of not talking about what I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a tendency to not say anything to anyone. And and I think that's partially my own fear and apprehension about how it's going to be received. Um, I, my, <laughs> even in recovery circles for from addiction, my wife will mention my podcasting before I will. And I don't know if it's a desire to not self-promote because I've been in I've been in recovery rooms before where people have said, "Okay, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here and I'm glad we have this wonderful uh forum in order to get together and I'd like to introduce my book." <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, "Um, cuz we could really base our entire meeting around this book that I've written." And, and um, you know, people are kind of like, no, the curriculum, the whole, the whole process is pretty much laid out for us. We stick close to our source material. We're not going to branch out and go in 60 different di- – so I think what my thing is is I don't want to – it's probably very codependent of me. Um, 
I don't want to be self-promoting. You know, it's kind of like those things where people say, well, this is this is a guy who really doesn't like the spotlight on him kind of a thing. You know, or there are some guys that really do like the spotlight on them. Um, I'm kind of a walking contradiction, I guess. I mean, I want the message out there. I, I don't think I'm opposed to being known for what I do in whatever form or fashion that takes. But I don't bring it up. I I. I I will bring it up if I feel safe doing so. And it's very difficult to get me to feel safe. So I don't really have a ton of experience in it. I mean, the, the, the I, I feel like I am more acquainted with people online than I am with people in real life. Um, a lot of times because I don't open up. I'll give you a prime example. I have a Facebook page that would be linked to my personal Facebook page, but... Um, I don't want them too closely associated, but I've got one specifically set up for mental health, addiction, everything under the Audio Rising banner. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and, I, you, and you talk about failure to launch. I mean, literally, I sit there and come up with, subconsciously, I believe, every reason in the world not to push it because then there's going to come a list of all of my Facebook friends and I could invite them to it. Yeah. Why don't I do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so at some point somebody's going to be listening to this and going, "Wow, why didn't it? you know?" So it's one of those things where it's like, well, if you don't know what kind of a reaction you get if you refuse to try, Wes. You know, if you're going to sit in your little tiny comfort zone that's barely got room for you, then then you're never going to know, you know. But then again, is it a fear of rejection? Is it a fear of people not understanding? Because as you guys well know. Uh, People misunderstanding the stuff we deal with is it's going to happen. You know? More yeah. people will misunderstand than get it. And, and maybe I don't want more stigma aimed at me. I don't know. I think but, it's definitely one of those things, isn't it? I think for me, especially like with Facebook, um, is it feels like there's so much information on there. And um, I don't know how you guys are set up, but... Uh, like I've got one or two people um, that I work with now that are like on friends on my Facebook page um, or profile, and I don't push my page that has all the blog stuff to them. Um, like if they find it, then that's fine because I feel like they Zach. sort it out um, and they know what they're getting. But at the same time, I'd never push it, and I'm always quite reluctant to. I try really hard not to have any link to my workplace on pretty much anything that I do um so like even like all all of the blog and the podcast and stuff are under like a version of my name but it's not like the name that I would have in my paid workplace um and it just helps to kind of keep those separate because I'm still at that stage where it's like it's trying to just I don't know, I guess it's that stigma of in the workplace, like, is that something that's acceptable? Is it something that you want to share? And, um, like, I've always said, actually, the stuff that people do with blogs, podcasts, blogging, anything like that, there's so many skills and experiences that you build up through that. And especially for the amount of time that a lot of us spend on it, um, actually, it would be seen as a huge benefit if you talked about anything other than mental health or your experience. <laughs> if, you, if we were... Um, podcasting about oh, I don't know the um, 
stocks and shares or whatever be like oh right. yeah let's share that around because it makes us look like we know our finance and it look look at all our communication skills and in theory time management <laughs> that we're able to put all this together and talk about what's going on within that environment but because it's mental health and because it's our personal experiences i don't know if it's other people but even within ourselves there's that negative connotation to saying actually this is something that i do that i'm interested in that let's say we're good at <laughs> um <laughs> and it's like I, I don't want to push that i don't want to promote that because actually that maybe isn't what some people want to see and it's not what they want to see from me yeah you know it, it's it's interesting because i do what you guys do like i have my facebook page for my blog and the only thing that ever goes on there is blog posts podcasts yeah. mental health memes that kind of stuff but yeah. i i don't hardly ever reference my my fan page for lack of a better term whatever you call it blog page on facebook over fan on my page personal sounds account. cool <laughs> it's my fan page it does Ron. it does i love that but you know like like i i almost never put anything over there because kind of like mike said like i don't know how well it would be received or if the people who are on there um you know like, i don't have many people from work on, on my facebook at all like i just don't i have friends and other people but I don't know that they would really want to see it. And I think that's part of just my own insecurity of, you know, I mean, I'm proud of a podcast. I'm proud of a blog post. I'm proud of this meme. I'm proud of inspiring people. But at the same time, you know, it's almost like you're safe in your page. But if you go to like your profile, then then and then it's like all bets are off. It's, it's a really weird feeling because suddenly you're on your page. Your people who are there expect to see the type of content that you're putting out. But if you're on your profile, people don't necessarily maybe want to see it. And maybe that's probably just our own insecurities more than, you know, maybe, maybe we're selling ourselves short by doing that. It's interesting because, mm. like, it, maybe it's a fear of being exposed, a fear of failure. Like, I just – I've been struggling with doing one of those, like, uh, crowdfunding kind of things, you know, like the, you know, like the GoFundMe and all that stuff. Yeah, because I've been looking to try and raise some money to get my coaching business off the ground, and I finally did it. Like I got up the guts. I don't know how I did it, and I put one out there just this past week, just to kind of test the waters a little bit. But I found myself thinking about it every day. Of well, what if nobody wants to donate any money? Well, what does that say about me? What does that say about my coaching? What does that say about my blog? Am I not worthy? Are people not going to get it? And like you get all these doubts that start flying around if things don't work out exactly how you think they should work out. Like it's it's really like a it's it's this combination of fear, a self defeating attitude. It's a it's a combination of trying to for foresee the future, and we almost end up tying our worth to what people will may or may not think about what we want to do. Yeah, you guys are both hitting it right on the head. I think you're I think you're both articulating what I said a hell of a lot better than I ever could because I, 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 no, seriously. I mean, it, it really is. I am, I am exactly on the same page. I, I try to, no pun intended, but I try to keep those pages completely separate. I don't want, uh, my self identity, whatever to my workplace to be, um, to be superimposed, I guess, on, on what I do blog wise or, or podcast wise or whatever. And I, I sometimes think, that what I do uh, on a podcast, if I have a certain people group in mind when I'm podcasting, I will gravitate toward not saying anything that would offend that particular people group. Or I will um, uh, 
maybe not be true to myself because I'm trying to codependently appease a group of people I know. And in my mind, I can tell that I, I separate uh, Facebook friends from Twitter friends. Yeah. And um, I have no desire to if I was opening a business like I, I'm sure we all know this, but like I've got you know friends on Facebook, they open a business, they become a realtor or a, a pest control guy or or whatever, and they will they will promote their uh, their separate page. Um, and I have absolutely no problem reposting it because if somebody gets a, a property listing because I reposted something, I'm all for that. But kind of like Mike was saying, if it if it's something like that, I have absolutely no problem with it. But if it was something like mine and somebody reposted it, would I feel weird? You know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's very. Uh, it's been very problematic for me and it's therapeutic to know that you guys are kind of running into the same things where I'm just, I don't mind sticking my toe in the water, but I don't necessarily want to just like Matt said, you put it on your profile, you're, you're done. You know, you're, there is no taking it back. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting because when Matt was running through his talk about the life coaching and I realized how much I do the, like support someone else but not yourself <laughs> and I was Absolutely. like oh my god but you should be looking at like whether even if you didn't raise any money like how awesome is it that you shared that and you felt confident enough to pull it across and open yourself up to that and just promote what you were doing but I saw agree with what you were man. saying and I was like <laughs> yeah no I'll do the same <laughs> exactly <laughs> and think how well and go ahead you go. <laughs> no, I was going to say I didn't. I hadn't fully formed a thought yet, which is my. I mean, that's my charm. Um, <laughs> but no, like it's it's interesting because it is scary, and you know, I think it actually kind of ties into the whole diversity thing that Mike was talking about when when we first started. Is that you know, like just like you guys said, when you're a blogger or you're a business owner about real estate or you're blogging about fitness or healthy eating or any kind of things that are not really opening you up to any type of vulnerability. I mean, I, I don't mind, you know, liking somebody's post or, um, you know, retweeting somebody's thing about, you know, their job or their career. If it's something that, you know, you know, but when I when you start to put yourself out there in that role where, you know, we as bloggers and podcasters and advocates like, you know, when, when when you put yourself out there, even that very first time when somebody sees it and they like it and then somebody else's feed shows that, hey, so-and-so like this page. Well, then they go and like that or this article. And then all of a sudden it starts a trend that even if you pull it down five minutes later, somebody saw it. And now somebody's going to associate you with your blog or your podcast. And, you know, it's not that we are ashamed of what we do, but it is scary. And, you know, coming from a guy perspective, like yeah. you, us three are, are comfortable talking all the time. We tweet about it. We Facebook it in our pages or, you know, we chat here on podcasts and stuff, but it can be very scary when you're out there on your own and you start putting your stuff in out to a group of people that might not know what you're all about on an intimate level that your uh, audience in a podcast knows how you're about. It's, it, it, it's, I mean, it's no joke. It's very scary. I mean, I'm, I freaked out when I hit submit on that crowdfunding because I'm like, Am I tying my self-worth to how much money these people give me or don't give me? Like it's – and you know, same goes with a blog post. 
am I tying my view, my ability as a blogger or podcaster based on the views rather than the amount of people that I meet in a quality way? Mm. Right, right. It's that balance, and, and, isn't it? Yeah. It's, that, yeah. it's the balance of, of what you're what you want from some of that stuff as well like is it that you want to hit a certain target that you're raising so much or you want so many people to see it or is it just that you want to share that and I think there's just so much wrapped up in that like you say for us hitting that like post or submit or whatever um can be really big um and I think over time we obviously get a bit more confident about doing that and sharing that but there's always I guess that fear and that apprehension and I know for me like I've written uh, I think in like the last week um, like a sexual health post and I've written it and I'm kind of happy with it but I'm holding it back like it's not scheduled or anything like because I'm just still not sure that actually as much as I've talked quite a lot about some of the sexual health stuff that I have before um, I'm not sure that I'm ready to share this and it's that fear of like like you're saying is am I suddenly going to be judged a certain way because I'm not talking generally about a topic. Like this is my experience. This is what's happened. Um, and it well, leads into, the, yeah, go. No, I was just going to say, as soon as you said that about, about putting that, about putting that post together and, and being apprehensive about releasing it, the first thought that crossed my mind was, I want to know when that comes out. Cause I want to read it. I, you know, I, so, and I thought that, the same thing. See, and that that would probably be the consensus of most people. Doesn't make any difference whether they're going to agree with everything that you yeah. say or not. It has to do with you know what I know, Mike. To an extent, we talk about things. I'd be interested in hearing his take on fill in the blank. And of mm. course, you know who does. You know who who's who's going to turn the other way if someone says the word sex. But oh. anyway, um, <laughs> and. and um, on on the other hand, I'm sitting here selfishly saying, Mike, put it out. I don't care what it does to you. I want to read it. <laughs> right. I was thinking, okay, Mike, post that up. I'm going to retweet it and everything. <laughs> and something that something that Matt touched base on was when he says, when you go it alone, when you go out there alone, you know, like we, we talk about this stuff between us and we're like, whatever, you know. But when you're going it alone or when you're putting it out there, and I thought I had this mental picture of – Almost I like don't getting know if I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> of of uh, getting your crew together, right? Like if I was to put something out there and people started blasting me for my take on male mental health, and I was being I was being transparent and trying to be authentic about it, and people started busting my stones, the first thing I would do is like include you two in a tweet and go, "Come here, you guys! You know, I'll go get Matt and Mike." <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh dear. There's so so much of, I think that's one of the things I guess some of the, like the diversity topic comes from is that idea that actually like that fear that we have is such a real fear of people disagreeing or hating on a certain topic that we want to talk about. Like whether you've experienced or not, there's loads of people that want to talk about mental health, that want to talk about um, sex or disability or whatever else. And just because it's not popular or some people don't like that, actually we should share that and celebrate that. But um, like the fear is a real fear and it is probably, we do overthink it, but it's a rational fear because there is that feedback sometimes that's negative. 
Right. It's going to it's going to be there, and we're looking at reality and saying, saying you know, uh, this isn't going to be a, a, a fairy tale storybook type mm. thing where I put it out there and suddenly millions upon millions of people just love it, you know, because that would be scary. That or would even be even more scary. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't know where you're getting this millions and millions from. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just I'm throwing it out there as you know. I mean that that would be. That would be what everyone would think would happen in a perfect story is, you know, oh, yeah. wow, they put this out there and it was their pain and their suffering and yet they became famous. Well, I'm not worried about the famous part. I was just thinking while we were talking, you know, we, we put these together roughly once a month and we put them out there. We don't pay any attention really to the amount of downloads or who's listening or whatever. But I thought, you know what, Wes, you're having a tremendous amount of fun doing yeah. these. Yeah. and. This is this is a this is an awesome type of fun that you never would have had had you not been willing to at least stick your toe in the water and and uh, hook up with a couple of guys that sounded wrong that um, <laughs> that know, that know where you're coming from <laughs> and I don't know if I want to know where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now I've got people. Now I've got people turning it off. Going, never mind. I don't want to be anywhere near that guy. I uh, sex sells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I mean, the the benefit that we get out of it. I don't know about you guys, but I would just, as a word of encouragement to anyone who's listening to this and thinking along these lines and going, "Wow, these guys are talking about." I would love to do something like this, but I don't have the guts. Whatever it is. Um, but there are times I run into adverse situations at work or at home or whatever. And my mind does go back to discussions we've had in these podcasts. It reminds me I'm not alone. It reminds me I'm not, you know, some freak out in, out, out in left field that's, you know, not in touch with reality. Um, there is strength in that. And there is, I believe healing in that because when I listen to you guys talk and, and a lot of times you're, you're like I say, more articulately feeding back to me what I say to myself a lot, there is um, there is strength in that, in, in knowing that we're not alone. And that's that's what a, a big portion of what we do is about. I think we're answering the diversity question based on our own insecurities and, and things that we perceive as shortcomings. Um, we're kind of answering our own question in a sense, because here are the reasons why guys may not do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, you're right. Like I was just thinking about how we were tying this whole conversation in, into the diversity topic, but we actually kind of did it without even realizing it mm. by just sharing the insecurities and the fears about, you know, coming on the air or, or putting a post out there for everybody. And, <clears throat> wondering how it's going to be taken and you know maybe should I check that post view and see if anybody's watching it how many people are commenting and tweeting it and you know how many people can relate to it and how many people don't like it and how many people think we're we're nuts or you know but um it is which is like, all I mean, true it's yes all it is true. it's all true okay. right um but i mean i've i've been in situations where i've thought back to <clears throat> a podcast part person that i've interviewed and maybe and maybe they were talking about a situation that I'm currently in or talking about, you know, what the three of us discuss and remembering what Mike said or, or, or what Wes said about something. And it does. It helps you feel better when you know that worst case scenario, there's two other guys somewhere in the world who I, who who get where I'm coming from and aren't going to judge me or look down on me or think I'm out of my mind for thinking this or feeling this way. So it is 
it's it is um if nothing else it's always nice to like like we always say it's always nice to know that you're never alone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think it comes back to i suppose what you're oh, i don't know like what you're doing it for as well like the the best thing for me like i was talking to um i had like a family event last night that was a bit of a struggle to go along to and actually it was quite nice because I got a chance to just to stand and chat with dad for a little while. And um, when we get a few moments, it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes we have those moments where he's like, oh, how are you doing? And it's like an actual conversation. Um, and he asked a little bit about the blogging, which was really nice. And he's kind of said, like, how is it going? And is it helping? And just being able to sort of stand there and talk about kind of similar stuff to, to what you guys were mentioning is actually, for me, the the podcasting the blogging it's actually helped potentially more than medication and therapy than anything else because it's been a chance to express what i'm going through to listen to other people and kind of i guess feel like i'm not being judged and being in my own way i'm judging other people by saying that actually talking to other people that have had struggles i feel like they understand it more um and knowing that you can just sit there and chat and like like this kind of podcast group chat situation of having actually we can just sit down and have a chat and we have our loosely tied in topics and it's quite nice just to sit down three guys chat um about what we've what we've had kind of going on in the last four or six weeks and sometimes it struggles sometimes it's stuff we've really been challenged by but also there's been some really cool success stuff that's gone on there as well and it's been really nice to kind of share that journey as we've gone along and it makes me think that's possible with other people because we're able to do it right and and that ties exactly into something that matt just said that i wanted to touch on again um uh matt you said that you know that there are at least two guys in the world that that understand where you're coming from when you run into a situation like that. And Mike just touched on it again because it's encouraging to have those conversations. When that when that moment is over, you're left with the thought and you know, you know, that kind of comes out and you know there's more than two. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we, absolutely. We found each other on Twitter almost at random mm-hmm. and and look at the similarities that we've run into and and not just with the with the surface symptoms, for lack of a better word, whether it be depression, anxiety, dissociation, any number of things. But when you dig under the surface, there are so many similarities that it's, it's, it's almost astounding. And that's just the three of us running across each other almost by accident. That tells you right there, you know there are plenty more. And those are basically the guys that we're talking to. They may never, we've talked about this before, they may never give us any feedback we yeah. may never get any comments or emails or, man, that was great or whatever, but you know there are people hearing it, listening, paying attention to to one extent or another, and who knows, maybe you're reaching somebody. And we're doing this primarily for our own healing, too. Yep. You know, this, this isn't about... Uh, I, I'm going to set myself up as the guru of all male mental health issues. No, it's just saying this is what... And we do like to promote other people. I, I got into this basically because of because of guys like you and gals too that were saying things that, that resonated with me that I related to and I and I was excited to say I want other people to know about this. 
You know, I want other people to hear what this person is saying. And I mean, my first couple of podcasts were basically shout outs to all of you out there that are that are, you know, much better equipped to do these things. Um, so if I can just be an advocate or a conduit for, for people to discover that stuff, I would be more than happy with that, you know. Mm. Maybe uh, as an idea, oh my god, thinking ahead. Um, maybe like somebody write have... it down a while. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, I, I definitely won't remember this. Um, is maybe we have like a the next episode or the one after that? Maybe be like a shorter episode, um, and we just run through like a few. I don't know blogs, podcasts, vlogs, or stuff that we've seen that actually we would like recommend other people go and check out and. Um, that could be quite an interesting one because I think there's a little bit of crossover where we've spoken or had similar guests on our podcasts. So there will be some crossover where, oh, I know that person as well. And um, that could be quite an interesting one as a maybe a shorter episode. Mm-hmm. So, so promote what idea. we've seen. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And Somebody I'll, write and that I'll, down. <laughs> I wrote it down. I did. Yeah. And also as a, also as a segue into absolutely nothing, this is considered hashtag random. Um, Mike mentioned before about building time management skills, and I just want to put it out there to the audience that might be listening. Time management skills does not correlate necessarily with time identification skills. Good point. I can't tell you what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I can manage whatever time it is fairly decently. <laughs> it's a resonating theme with us. Every podcast is what time is it? I'm, I what swear. What time is it? I've, <laughs> I like, I've actually given up trying to say what time it is now. I'm like, just how long away is it? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That that worked well. When Mike sent out that, uh, that, that DM on Twitter and said, Two hours and thirty-seven minutes. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. That's that's three p.m. my time. Okay, yeah. I got it. I don't care what <laughs> yeah. time it is. I just know it's two hours and thirty-seven minutes later. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't, yeah, no, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what your time is. I don't care what time and it is. You, and you don't care what time I. It doesn't matter what time I do. Just like how long away is it? <laughs> do we? Yeah. Do all three of us have a microphone in front of us, and are we relatively coherent? <laughs> that's all we need. That's right. <laughs> Pretty much covers it. Yeah, because I think I thought this morning, I was like, oh, I'm going to send a message as a quick reminder and ask if we have a topic. And then I was like, oh, no, but it's like 10 o'clock here. So what time is it there? Like, it's going to be nighttime. And oh, I don't know. Oh, I'll just wait until later until it's like close enough. that I can say, right, it's like two or three hours away. What are we doing? <laughs> right. We've got to hit that window where we will, where it's a reminder and it's not so early that we won't forget about it again. Yeah, before yeah. it actually gets there, you know. So yeah, yeah no. I think the the like three or four hours gives us enough time to have a little bit of a think on the topic as well. Right, good call. Anything else, guys? Before we start promoting ourselves, as we said, we don't do. No, I'm right. kidding. Yeah. No, I'm 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 cool with promoting myself. <laughs> <laughs> just on here, though. Just on here. <laughs> It's easy for you to say, Mike. Everybody likes you to begin with. Oh, that's so kind I of need you. to learn the accent. That is the key to everything, is the accent. My yeah, but, accent you know, is only you... cool to you, though, because it, you're somewhere else. To me, your accents are cool. <laughs> we don't have accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no accents. I mean, we speak in, like, crazy American slang, but we don't speak in accents. <laughs> right, exactly. Makes me think of it makes me think of Bill Murray and Stripes when he's talking about how the Americans are basically just mutts that got kicked out of every civilized planet on the or civilized <laughs> country on the planet. Look, 
Here's proof. His nose is cold. You know, that's <laughs> it. I'm a mutt. I know it. Oh, me too. Yep. Uh, well, good stuff, I guys. I, yeah, I think we kind of answered a lot of diversity questions, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with some hashtags on there that that will explain without completely confusing everyone that we we started off talking about diversity, and then we found out why there might be so much diverse or lack of diversity from yeah. a male point of view. I no, think, I think it's nice because into- I think we spoke about it from, or we have, we are speaking about it from our own point of view and we've drifted around and that's quite nice. It's like a natural way to talk about it. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, well, let's uh, let's wrap her up and, and uh, you guys tell everybody, remind, uh, remind everyone where you're at. Who's going That's fast? you first, Wes. <laughs> I should just I should just start doing it myself first, but I always want to be last. I'm a oh. codependent. Okay, well, again, my name is Wes. I uh, I run a, a, a podcast and a and a website called AudioRising.com. It's basically trying to deal with uh, anything that ails us, whether it be addiction, whether it be mental health issues, whether it's relational stuff, um, and just trying to uh, get people primarily men, of course, to remember that they're not alone in this. And uh, um, you can find me on Twitter um, at WesA1966. And um, the AudioRising.com webpage is also there. I don't blog as much as I want to because I start to write and then my mouth gets in the way, so I start talking. Um, But, yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. Am I next? <laughs> yes, I are. feel like I need to. I need to get a grip of like our order because I. I, yeah, I, I, I want to call you out and go okay, and Mike, and then I yeah, think no, no, uh, you let's put him in the black. Yeah. Okay, I'll remember. I'm always in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm Mike uh, over at mikesopenjournal.com, uh, where you can find loads of information about the blog, the podcast, um, and a few other bits and pieces that are going on as well. Um, obviously for me, kind of putting the topic forward today uh, because I have been part of the campaign that's been launched in the UK today, which is hashtag I live it, I blog it. Um, so you can check that out as well. Um, as the guy say, you can also find uh, me over at Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, the Facebook page gets a little bit of attention, but not as much as Twitter, uh, where you can find all of the podcast and blog stuff. Uh, at open underscore journal underscore or if you're happy to have all the ramblings that will come with just following me rather than just the podcast um, I'm at Mike underscore Douglas underscore uh, and I think yeah that's the main thing definitely go to the website um, one thing that I think we never mention um, is if you are interested and you do enjoy the podcasts um, please do subscribe to each of us as well so you can get the automatic downloads um, rather than just relying on happening to see a tweet or a Facebook message or something from us. Um, so do subscribe to each of our podcasts. Yes, good point. Well said. Yes. Um, and I, um, my name is Matt, of course. I am from Survivor. <laughs> like, who am I? <laughs> I am from, I don't know where I'm from. I'm from survivingmypast.net. That's my blog. Um and of course, there's also podcasts on there that I do called Surviving My Podcast. Um, <clears throat> so you can check everything out right there on the website. There's links to everything. Um, you can download my ebook. If you, you can follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Surviving My Past. Um, it's a blog um, about 
um, in support of all who have survived uh, the trauma of abuse, uh, those living with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD. Um, and in the future, in later this year, 2017, you'll also be able to find me at beyondyourpast.com, which will be my coaching um, and advocacy website for the new uh, life recovery, I'm sorry, uh, life transition and recovery coaching that'll be starting up in uh, about November of 2017. So stay tuned to um, all the, um, you know, social media accounts and what, and what not to, um, you know, to stay on top of that and what's coming. And if you're interested and you want more information, just hit me up on the contact form on my website anytime. And yes, to reiterate what Mike said, do indeed subscribe to all of our podcasts on the, on the platforms that we're on. Um, we would appreciate it. And that way you'll get notified whenever something new happens. Exactly. Right on guys. And that, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's exciting about the stuff that you guys have upcoming and i would just say uh taking out that i podcast i would just say as a fan uh please go back through the back catalog of both of these guys when you subscribe uh give a listen to their podcast they've got awesome guests on there uh they they just they just get it and for guys out there that need someone who gets it um that's what we're here for hit us up anytime guys anything else nope i'm good boss Think that's it. <laughs> Go away. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thanks again for listening to Surviving My Podcast, sponsored by survivingmypast.net, a blog about my life with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD, and in support of all who have survived the trauma of abuse. This podcast or any resources sponsored by survivingmypast.net should not be considered as therapy or professional medical help. If you are in crisis, I encourage you to seek out the services of a mental health or physical health professional. I also encourage you to check out online crisis support from sites like RAIN.org, OneIn6.org, and The Samaritans. If you would like to be a guest on a future podcast, just contact me anytime through email, matt at survivingmypast.net, or use the contact forms on the blog. Thank you again for your support and encouragement, and always know that you rock. Talk to you soon.